CHD Accountability Brachial Plexus Part 2. Um, we're going to talk about the brachial plexus again, um, going into details. Um, side note, I want to mention about um, nerves that coming out from the higher segments of the spinal cord that they're not part of brachial plexus, but also I want to mention about that. One of them is the accessory nerve, um, C3, C4, that is um, going to innervate um, trapezius muscles, upper trapezius, middle trapezius, and lower trapezius. And also phrenic nerve, C3 to C5, that is going to innervate diaphragm muscle for the braiding. And um, in a future podcast, I want to um, review origin insertion of the muscles of the shoulders in details. For now, I want to review more um, the nerves and coming out from the brachial plexus and their actions, and the muscles and their actions. So brachial plexus C5, C6, C7, C8T1 from roots of the brachial plexus there are dorsal scapular nerve and long thoracic nerve we want to know what muscles are um, those nerves innervating so long thoracic nerve is going to innervate muscles uh, muscle named serratus anterior this muscle originate from the front and then insertion is in the back I'm going to details about the origin and insertion of some muscles, but not all of them. For the further details, um, there are professional resources out there. So for serratus anterior origin, ribs 1 through 9, and insertion is the medial border of scapula. And um, the action um, is what serratus anterior does is scapula upward rotation, protraction, and posterior tilt. If long thoracic nerve um, is paralyzed, we will see that the medial border of the scapula is um, sticking out from the back, or in other words, winging of the scapula is noted. If you look at the um, dorsal back of the patient with the pair um, paralyzed long thoracic nerve, you will see that the scapula is protruding out or sticking out um, or have the patient put both hands against the wall in a push-up position and you can still see that scapula is sticking out due to the mm, long thoracic nerve paralysis. So that's a long thoracic nerve. Our next nerve from the roots of brachial plexus is dorsal scapula nerve. Um, that nerve is coming out from the anterior ventral lambs um, and um, going through some of the muscles of the neck, sclerenic muscles, and innervate lomboids and levator scapulae. So we want to know if this nerve is paralyzed, what happens? So going to actions of rhomboids and levator scapula. Rhomboid major and minor. 
Um, rhomboid major, the origin is the spinous process T2, T5, while rhomboid minor is coming from spinous process C7, T1, and mucal ligament. Both muscles um, insert to medial border of scapula. So rhomboid major and minor insert to medial border of scapula. The action, um, the action of scapula, um, both rhomboids major and minor are um, scapula elevation, retraction, downward rotation. So scapula retraction, downward rotation, and elevation as rhomboids major and minor action. So if this muscle, this nerve is paralyzed, dorsal scapular nerve is paralyzed, we don't see the action of rhomboids. So there is no, um, I mean, weakness of the scapular retraction will be seen. Um, the next muscle that is being innervated by the dorsal scapular nerve from the roots of brachial plexus is levator scapulae. Um, this muscle origin uh, originates from or origin is the transfers process of the C1 to C4 and inserts to the superior angle of scapula. So from the origin insertion, we can tell that the action of this muscle is the scapula elevation, downward rotation, lateral flexion and rotation of cervical spine or the neck. So um, if there is a weakness of the dorsal scapular nerve, uh, weakness with the um, lateral flexion rotation of the neck, and also weakness with the elevation of the scapula will be seen. So those are two nerves from the roots moving to the trunks of the brachial plexus. Two nerves are uh, branching out from the trunks. Those nerves are the suprascapular nerve and the subclavian nerve. Subclavian nerve actually is, um, the origin is from the first rib and will insert um, under um, clavicle. Um, the action of this muscle is basically stabilizing the clavicle. And uh, when we're doing, uh, when the breathing happens and then the ribs are moving, so we kind of like, or with any um, shoulder movement, that scapula and the clavicle will be stabilized by kind of this muscle. And the nerve, the other nerve is suprascapular nerve. Um, suprascapular nerve. What muscles actually being innervated by this muscle um, nerve? Suprascapular nerve will um, innervate supraspinatus, infraspinatus muscles. Both of them, supraspinatus and infraspinatus, being innervated by suprascapular nerve. Um, those two muscles are part of rotator cuff muscles that are helping with the shoulder movement. And we want to know briefly about um, origin and insertion of these two muscles. So if the suprascapular nerve is paralyzed, we do have weakness with the supraspinatus 
and infraspinatus muscles. Where the supraspinatus is, um, obviously origin is the supraspinatus fossa, and insertion is um, the superior part of greater tuberosity. And what does this muscle do? Supraspinatus actually initiates the abduction of the shoulder. Infraspinatus origin is the infraspinatus fossa. Insertion, middle, greater tuberosity. And what does the action is um, external rotation of the shoulder. So with the weakness of the suprascapular nerve, we do see some weakness with the rotator cuff muscles, the two of them, supraspinatus and infraspinatus, um, weakness with the abduction of the arm, possibly, and external rotation of the arm. Uh, moving forward on brachial plexus, we go to divisions, but we don't have um, any nerves branching out in that section. Um, then we're going to the cords, lateral cord, posterior cord, and medial cord. Uh, from the lateral cord, we do have the lateral pectoral muscle. Um, actually, I'm sorry, lateral pectoral nerve that um, innervates pectoral major or pectoralis major muscle. Um, so lateral pectoral nerve only goes to the pectoralis major. And um, just knowing that um, where the pectoralis major is hoping to know what this, um, the muscle's action is. Um, again, for the further um, details, always referring to the professional resources and books help. But um, briefly, knowing that pectoralis major is a big gun of shoulder, one of the big muscles of the shoulder. The origin, um, briefly, I can tell it's coming from the sternum and in the clavicle area, and um, insertion is going to um, bicipital groove. Lateral lip of the bicipital groove is, is the insertion, and so the action of this muscle is it does um, shoulder adduction. So pectoralis major, it does um, adduction, adduction, flexion, medial rotation. So um, it's like when you're bringing arm to hug yourself or that hugging motion is um, kind of medial rotation, flexion, and adduction motion. So lateral pectoral nerve only innervates pectoralis major. And going to the branches of the brachial plexus, we do have musculocutaneous nerve. Musculocutaneous nerve is innervating three muscles in shoulder. Um, I always remember by um, BBC channel. <laughs> so um, biceps brachii. Um, brachialis and coracobrachialis are the muscles being innervated by musculocutaneous nerve. So if this nerve is paralyzed, um, we should see weakness of arm flexion. So someone with the paralysis of uh, branches of brachial plexus um, at that point um, around the branches area of the brachial plexus or even the cords 
if it's completely gone, then we do not see elbow flexion. So the muscle actions and origin insertion, um, briefly again, we can talk about um, these muscles for the biceps brachii. Um, biceps coming from two areas, we do have the short hand and the long hand of the biceps. Um, the um, short hand is coming from the coracoid and the long hand is coming from the supraglenate tubercle of the scapula. So the long hand and short hand and insertion and the biceps tendon um, merge to a fibrosis a structure called the lacertus fibrosis and it will um, insert to the radial tuberosity of the arm. And um, what are the actions? If the biceps brachii um, nerve is paralyzed, we cannot see the supination of the forearm as biceps brachii is one of the strongest supinators of the forearm. And also um, it does, uh, this muscle uh, flex the forearm and assist with the shoulder flexion and uh, adduction. But the main action of this muscle obviously is the supination of the arm and inflection. It's a strong supinator of the forearm. So in case of musculocutaneous uh, paralysis, we should see um, weakness with the supination of the arm and flexion. And then also we do have um, coracobrachialis, um, another um, muscle that will uh, or is being innervated by musculocutaneous nerve. We do have brachialis also. Um, for further details, we can refer to professional resources and books for origin and insertion. That I'm not going um, through the origin insertion um, in this episode. And we're moving to another part of the brachial plexus. Um, again, um, to C7, the rest of it, um, we don't see any nerves branching out from the C7 at the roots level or the trunks going to the posterior cord of brachial plexus. We do see three nerves. Uh, thoracodorsal nerve. Thoracodorsal nerve is again innervating uh, the other big gun uh, muscle of the shoulder, one of those big muscles in the back that is called latissimus dorsi. Or their size. So, um, in case of paralysis of the thoracodorsal, what we um, we uh, notice. So, um, it's important to know uh, the uh, action of this muscle is adduction, extension, internal rotation of the arm. So, uh, one of um, the good uh, example of seeing uh, this motion is in the swimmers. Um, so, if there is a lack of uh, action of this muscle or the weakness of the muscle, we do not see a good uh, motion in the swimming or the swimmers that they do have um, in the uh, disability to do adduct, extend, and internal rotate. Um, origin of this muscle is the T7L5, um, and it's basically from the back, um, not going through details, it's the thoracolumbar fascia, iliac crest, inferior foreribs, inferior part of the um, amp scapula, and insertion goes to the groove, bicipital groove, 
or intertubercular groove um, area of the arm. And two other nerves that we're going to talk is upper subscapular nerve and lower subscapular nerve from the posterior cord of brachial plexus. Um, what muscles are being innervated by these two nerves? Upper subscapular nerve um, is going to innervate subscapular muscle. And there is major those two muscles being innervated by upper subscapular nerve. Lower subscapular nerve only innervates teres major. Again, um, upper subscapular two muscles, subscapulars muscle and teres major, but lower subscapular only goes to teres major. Subscapularis muscle is important to know it's part of a rotator cuff and is actually a strong um, internal rotator of the shoulder, part of a, a, a rotator cuff muscle. And again, it's placed in a, a subscapular. Um, uh, it's a, one of the deepest muscles. Um, and uh, where the um, other muscle teres major is, origin insertion, for further detail, please refer to uh, resources that you have. We're not going into details about origin insertion in this episode yet. And um, in case of um, paralysis of upper subscapular, lower subscapular, um, Obviously, for the upper subscapular, if it's paralyzed uh, or uh, not uh, being weak, so we should um, see weakness with the internal rotation of the shoulder due to the subscapular muscle action. And then with the lower subscapular nerve, if it's paralyzed, we should see problems with the um, torus major muscle. Uh, moving forward, um, going to the branches um, of the brachial plexus at the posterior cord level. Posterior cord um, having two branches, axillary nerve and radial nerve. Axillary nerve. In case of um, any fractures of the humerus, uh, humerus um, area um, or the bone, we will see axillary nerve issues or the weakness. Axillary nerve is innervating um, deltoid muscle and teres minor so two nerves uh, two muscles being innervated by axillary nerve deltoid and uh, teres minor teres minor is also one of the rotator cuff uh, muscles um, teres minor origin um, is from lateral border of um, scapula lateral border of the scapula and insertion is inferior part of greater tuberosity of the shoulder. Action is external rotation. So the action of the teres minor is external rotation. In case of axillary nerve paralysis, problem with the external rotation of the shoulder will be noticed. Also, axillary nerve will innervate deltoid muscle, um, and um, deltoid muscles origin and insertion. Again, for further details, it's important to uh, refer to resources that you have. But briefly, 
deltoid muscle、um, origin. Because deltoid has three parts: anterior, middle, posterior. So it depends on、uh, what part of deltoid we're talking about.、Um, briefly, anterior part can come from the clavicle. Middle part is from the acromion, and posterior is、um, the origin is from the spine of scapula. And、um, all three parts insertion is the deltoid to prosody. And、um, the action of this muscle,、um, again, anterior part helps with the flexion and horizontal adduction. The middle part helps with the abduction, and the posterior part helps with the extension, horizontal abduction or abduction, and external rotation in prone position. So that's what the deltoid muscle does. Um. So, in case of any fracture to the neck of um. Humerus bone, we might see problems with the axillary nerve. So、um, we will see also atrophy of the deltoid muscles around shoulders. That shows that axillary nerve is not working properly. And、um, so the nerve, the next nerve is the radial nerve. That's the branch of the posterior. Posterior cord of brachial plexus. Radial nerve. So radial nerve、um, innervates a group of muscles, upper in upper arm and forearm and、um, hand.、Um, in this episode, we're not talking again about origin insertion in details, but briefly I can mention that radial nerve. The most pathology that we'll see with radial nerve paralysis is wrist drop. Radial nerve will innervate in upper arm uh, muscles uh, like triceps, the small muscle called inconius, and、um, and also muscles um, like um, ECRL, ECRB. And、um, brachialis. So remember, brachialis coming from musculocutaneous or being innervated by musculocutaneous, but brachialis is innervated by radial nerve. And then also another group of muscles in forearm and hand. We'll go into details、uh, further later.、Um, And we're going to talk about median nerve. That remember the median nerve is、um, actually coming from the、uh, lateral cord of the brachial plexus with the medial cord. They combine and they will、um, create median nerve. Median nerve also will.、Um, Innervate muscles in upper arm. In upper arm, doesn't actually innervate any muscles. And in forearm and hand, we'll go into details later. Going to、um, C8 and T1, the lower、uh, trunk that we don't have any、uh, nerve there, and also、um, divisions. But in the cord, the medial cord, we do have the medial pectoral. What?、Uh, Muscle being innervated by medial pectoral. Medial pectoral will、um, 
innervate two muscles, pectoralis major and pectoralis minor. So pectoralis major also being innervated by medial pectoral. And um, we do have two sensory nerves branching out from this um, part that they are innervating the skin of medial side of um, upper arm. So the, those nerves are the medial brachial cutaneous and medial antibrachial cutaneous. And then also from the posterior, uh, from the lower um, trunk, posterior uh, medial cord, we have now the ulnar nerve, which is a branch. And ulnar nerve also innervating muscles that they start from the forearm and goes to hand. That will go um, in details in part three of brachial plexus. Thank you.